Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Barcast. Uh, this week, I sat down with my pal Blake, who I met through a guy that I used to bartend with at another job, who knows a guy that knew Blake or something of the sort. Uh, anyways, he wound up working at the bar that I work at, and he's from South Carolina, and he likes to fish, and uh, he moved all the way out here f- away from his family of cops to work in weed in the cannabis industry. So uh, he's he's balls deep in that, and he's slowly bringing apparently the entire state of South Carolina with him to come out here to the land of milk and honey. So, uh, we, you know, it's a good one. We have a lot of laughs. We talk about fishing and cars and uh, suck, bang, and blow, all sorts of good shit. So I had a good time. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. Give it up for Blake. <laughs> Never know. Speaking of surprise, boom, we started. Hey, here we go. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Almost spilled it. Almost. Close. Hey, it's a little too early for all that. (laughs) (laughs) So, welcome back, dude. I appreciate you doing this. Happy to be back. Yeah. So the first time you and I tried, yeah, first time we tried to do this, everything went to shit, and then that's actually why I have the new gear. Uh. So it was like a little bit of a kick in the pocket, but I was still had some money then, so it was okay. And now I have this shit. It's just you, not you. I'm like you forced me to buy this shit because you broke <laughs> Sorry, my last rig. <laughs> no, you did absolutely nothing, and I had to fucking buy new equipment. We uh, got a really good podcast in before the mic started. Working. It was pretty good, man. <laughs> and then like Gabe was here too, and then I, you know, now I just got a third. Well, I got a third and a fourth mic and uh, headset, so I could technically now I can have four people. Yeah. I was pretty juiced. I'm like, oh, let's do a fucking three-way, man. Let's get you and Gabe on here. All this had Gabe both of my roommates. Gabe. Gabe. Okay. I almost had both of them to come, but. Oh, fuck. They, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so we would have been able to use all yeah. four. But a good old little South Carolina podcast. I don't care. Are they all fucking <laughs> South Carolina? That's why I wanted to have them on, because you fucking, <laughs> you guys are taking over, dude. <laughs> you guys literally wrong. immigrated here and are taking our jobs. Just like straight up. <laughs> I, know. It, I don't know, but y'all don't realize how cool it is. We do. <laughs> it's pretty dope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you are from the land of South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, and you came out here to work in cannabis, right? Yeah. I know we kind of talked about some of this shit before, but I kind of want to glaze over it because you and yeah. me are the only people that got to hear about it the first time around. Yeah. Um, so what, what made you come out here, dude? Well, uh, Gabe lived out here for a little while and he had been telling me, dude, come out here. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, he moved out here cause his dad was out here. Okay. So once he got comfortable, uh, kept telling me how awesome it was. I've been thinking about getting into the cannabis industry, and just one day, well, like my mom got sick, ended up quitting my job, ended up taking care of her. So once like she passed and everything, I had open, I had nothing, nothing else holding me back. So right. I was like, "Fuck it, let's go to let's go to California." So I went, came and visited, 
And actually, what's crazy is, while my mom was sick, I filled out oh, Mike a little closer. Oh, I filled out a uh, there you go. application for MedMen online. Oh right! While I was still in South Carolina, like four <laughs> months before I came out here, thought about coming out here. I was just filling applications to random places because sure. I wanted to go somewhere. Right. So, uh, I actually get to California. I'm sitting out here and uh, I get a phone call. It's like, hey, this is uh, San Jose Madman. Would you like to come in and do an interview? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I happen to be in California right now. <laughs> this is, I've been waiting for this phone call for probably like five months. If oh, I wouldn't Jesus. have got it right now, I wouldn't have even been in California. Right. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. It was nuts. So I was like, Gabe, you want to take me over there? So he took me over there. They hired me. I looked at it an hour and a half away. So you take right. me? Went, got hired. I was like, the only thing is, I got to go home. I got to get my car and drive back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I went home, got my car, drove back. You're like, I, I didn't plan on it working out so well. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys got to give me a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went home. I did my drug test in South Carolina for a weed company. What? Yeah. They had to make sure you didn't do anything but weed. Okay. But as long as they're good with weed. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hope so. Like, wait a second. <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, got my car, drove back. I was like, hey, Dad, I'm going to work in weed. <laughs> came to California. What was it like in, in South Carolina? Like, is, it's, oh, I don't remember. Is it super illegal? illegal, yeah. Super illegal. So everybody looked down on you when you're like, not really. That's like telling dude. someone, like, I'm going to go sell fucking heroin in uh, Colorado because it's legal. Beforehand, it was. It was okay. pretty strange. Like, uh, there was one day that just blows my mind. It was, I had my own apartment there. I was taking care of my mom and stuff. And yeah. uh, my dad, whenever I left the house, somebody had to be there to take care of my mom for me. So my dad came by and uh, he was taking care of her while I was at the store. And I come home and he's like, Blake, we need to talk. And I was like, oh, oh shit, what happened? I felt like a kid again. <laughs> What'd I do? <laughs> he's in my house that I paid for. <laughs> so we got to talk. So <laughs> he goes in my uh, laundry room, and that's where I had my bong. <laughs> he pulls it out. What is this? I was Wait, like, so he oh, goes shit. into your house, into your laundry room? Well, he's taking care of my mom there, so oh, he's he's, right, he's right, at my right. house, just okay. kind of yeah. You know, so he just happened to run run across it. What is this? I was like, uh, it's, it's a bong. You're going down. He gave me the going down the wrong path story. Oh no! He's a retired sheriff. My oh, okay. grand, my whole family's retired cops. Besides me, I came to California for pot. <laughs> my uncle's still probably like busting grows in South Carolina, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he gave me like the whole "you're going down the wrong path" story two months before I moved here. That's so funny. To work in cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> it only got worse, man. <laughs> but the minute I told him, he was just like. That's awesome. That's I cool. can't believe you're doing that. I mean, it's you're doing it the right way. And I mean, I would never I'm like have the balls to do something like that. Yeah, know? it's fair. At least fly out here where it's legal, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious, dude. <laughs> Go from like two months before, like you're going down a wrong path, you're ruining right. your life, the it's actually huh, made my good. life a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> like I've the I don't can't remember being this responsible ever in my life before now that's so funny dude <laughs> like i'm gonna go work in drugs and be responsible mm-hmm. it's, but it's like there's so much like silly stigma behind it, it is, and yeah. like i grew up here and so even when it was all the way illegal it still like wasn't nobody really gave a shit like even when i was a kid it was you know you you couldn't have it and no one could have it and then when you got caught they would come just make you stomp it out and they're like don't stop guys 
<laughs> you know, guys with with a lot would go to fucking jail or something. But the yeah. little stuff, like they would just even the cops didn't care that much. That's so crazy. I can't imagine what it was like living and growing up in California. It was just like no rules. Fuck it. Do what you want. <laughs> Only on that department. So, it's like yeah. the land of rules, dude. Oh, yeah. I Especially guess, now. Yeah, it is definitely now. Like, I, I grew up here, so the stuff bothered me less than I think it would have other people. But, you know, it's like the – my girlfriend just got her vehicle registration, and it was like $120 for her Saturn. I just paid $140 for a fucking motorcycle. Like, what are we doing here, dude? Gee. What the fuck is going on? Why is a motorcycle registration so expensive? I don't know. I don't know either. It's bullshit because I have way too many of them. But you still get to zoom through traffic, so that's awesome. At least you got that little bit of That's a... true. Pros and cons, man. <laughs> there's a, well, there's a lot of cons, but there's Upside, a couple downside. of pros. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of cons. Weed's legal and we get a split lane, so there's, <laughs> there's definitely that. Dude, but like when I got here and saw that, I was like, God, I need a motorcycle so bad. But it's so scary because I can't imagine driving a <laughs> motorcycle on t- like four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the real fucked up places like down through Oakland, whatever mm. that is, 880 or some shit. Like over by the port because it's like four lane freeways or four lane highways. And the right two lanes are just absolutely obliterated from big trucks. And then there's always... There's always like a ladder or like an entire box of fucking uh, steel ducting got hit and it's just like sprawled across the freeway. It's like just 80 feet of razor blade fucking sheet metal. (laughs) And you're like on a motorcycle and you're like, oh, God, geez, that was this 18 foot ladder in the middle of four lanes. You're like, geez, it's a nightmare down there. Zooming past it like it's not there. (laughs) Yeah, you don't see it or you accidentally survive. Like that shit gets fucking crazy. But I couldn't imagine sitting in traffic behind everybody else like it doesn't make any sense there's so much room in between cars yeah you don't have to do it like a maniac like you don't have to do 80 miles an hour when everyone else is doing 20 that's like a great way to die yeah definitely uh, but like just do something just sneak in between them I sort of like bob and weave dude bob and weave that shit I, looks awesome i first started riding i was like i'm never gonna ride on the freeway and i'm never gonna split lanes everybody says that I'm sure yeah. at first. Everybody, but. yeah. <laughs> and then you get on the freeway, and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then you're like, I don't want to be behind this guy doing 50 miles an hour. So I'm just going to... Yeah. That's why I haven't got one. Because I could say I'm not going to do it, but I know for a fact. You got to get a good helmet and good jacket. <laughs> and then keep your fingers crossed, and then be smart. <laughs> it's like, I won't go 120 while I do it either. <laughs> no, probably good. <laughs> I can't help myself, dude. Whatever the bike is capable of doing, that's how i ride so that's why i get into smaller and smaller and smaller bikes like i started off on a medium small bike because that was my first bike and then i got into bigger and bigger bikes and everyone's you need more horsepower and gotta go faster and then i i got i got this bike from a bike shop they'd had it for a couple of years but this this kid bought it new in like 98 and put like 120 miles on it and then locked the rear tire and it started to slide out and fall down and then it caught and then it flings you the opposite direction so it starts falling left and skating to the right and then it catches and it becomes this lever it's called high siding and it sent him fucking flying and it killed him and his mom had the bike in her garage for like 10 or 12 years or something and she finally wanted to get rid of it and she gave it to the motorcycle shop that i used to go to all the time and i was riding all these kawasaki's and like hey you ride kawasaki's do you want this thing for like 200 bucks it's like an almost brand new motorcycle but it's you know all the fairings were trashed and shit yeah. So I pulled all that crap off and I put on a little fucking tiny headlight and got it running again. 
and it was like a hundred and fucking thirty horsepower, eleven hundred Kawasaki. It was supposed to be a cruiser, but it was all naked because everything got ripped off, and it was fucking stupid fast. Dude, <laughs> so fast. <laughs> and I was just like, I was still super broke, but I was working at Starbucks, and I was just like, I just do 130 miles an hour all the time, nonstop, never anything below that. So dangerous. <laughs> like, oh, I can get to work in four minutes. Like, why? What am I doing, dude? So I, sl- I fucking sold that thing, and I've just been, been getting into smaller and smaller bikes ever since. Mm. And it's like, now I got a little Ninja 300. And I just full throttle. It's great. And I do like 80. Is that, is that full, full speed for that? No, it'll no. do, ele- I allegedly. I read in a book once that it'll do like 108 or might be 111, oh. something like that. That's no, I think it's like 108. I don't think it does 110. But you got to have a lot of road and you got to be tucked and then fucking floored <laughs> for like minutes, dude. It'll do 90, like no issue. It's and still then, fast. You're on two yeah. wheels. <laughs> that 90 to 108 or 109 or whatever it is is a slow crawl. Uh, but it'll do it. But, you yeah. know, it's like you can't do it fast. Like you have to have an excessive amount of empty highway. Sounds like fun. So, so just I rip around. One, but I don't want Medium one. speeds. Just at get, the same time. Get a small bike. Yeah. I want to, Honestly, what I really want is like a cruiser. I fell in love with the, you know, like the 71 Triumph. Uh, like the year? Like 71? Cruiser. Yeah. Like something, a Bonneville or something? Yeah, like the Bonnevilles. Those are sick. I so really like those for some reason. So you not get a 70s Triumph. Not. They're literally some of the worst bikes ever made. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just like the way they look. They're they cool. look great. My brother has a 75 or 76. Really? It's a Triumph Bonneville. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It is the biggest flaming pile of shit I've ever <laughs> met in my entire it's life. Damn. <laughs> they went out of business. I don't know the exact year, but it was. It had to have been late 70s. Like, oh, Triumph okay. died. They don't make them at all anymore they came back i was about to say i thought i saw a place in like san francisco or something they came back like 30 years later uh and uh yeah they're they look fucking great dude they're so beautiful but they're absolutely terrible so he like see i know nothing about motorcycles he got this bike (laughs) actually from a guy down the street allegedly the guy was a bit of a strange character like drinks his own bath water he was he's a little out of his mind but the story is this was david carradine's old bike it's like he was a I don't know he was an actor, oh, uh, okay. who I think committed suicide by jerking off with a belt around his neck. <laughs> oh shit! I think that's how he went out. <laughs> David, but jeez, yeah, he's like <laughs> B minus actor. It used to be a big deal, but it, yeah, the story goes it used to be David Carradine's bike, which is something I forgot about until I started talking about it. But he's a mechanic, so he got it and then rebuilt the entire motor and went through the whole thing and like they had their own unit of. Uh, thread pitch for bolts. So there's like standard and metric, and then there's like regular and fine thread uh, for different threads on on bolts. And then there's tri- <laughs> and then try not Triumph England came out oh. with a, a, their own system called Widward. And so it's like some of these bolts you can't get anymore, and you can't replace them with any bolts that exist. <laughs> and they almost work. So it like things go in like one third of the way, and he's like, why can't I get this bolt in without forcing it? It turns out it's because it's their own stupid fucking bolt thread pitch <laughs> that they came up with like idiots. Oh, and like he rebuilt the motor and then had to re- he rebuilt the motor like three times in a thousand miles or something. And he put on the Jesus. side cases. He got brand new gaskets, put on the side cases, immediately like explosively leaked oil. So he pulls them off, brand new gasket, puts them on, fucking, we called it laking oil. It didn't leak, it laked Lake. oil. <laughs> you park it and it's like, boom, you got a fucking puddle of oil by the time you're done drinking coffee. 
And uh, everywhere you go, you better he, bring a yeah. bottle with you. <laughs> uh, dude, it was horrible. And it's like ruins the driveway, ruins the fucking this yeah, yeah. and that, just pissing fucking oil everywhere. And uh, so he goes through gasket after gasket after gasket, and then finally he's like, "This is bullshit. I'm done buying gaskets." He takes a Coca-Cola box, holds it up to the fucking frame, cuts it out with a razor blade, and just used Coca-Cola box, and it hasn't leaked in like three years. Just cardboard from a 12-pack. Like, ah, this will... Why am I buying gaskets? They don't fucking work anyways. And it's like, boom, perfect. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, dude. The brakes suck. The fucking... I don't know. Uh, Coca-Cola. That's it, dude. Apparently, that's the key to victory for your your Triumph gaskets. <laughs> he just got it running all the way again, like January third was his birthday. We went on a motorcycle ride, yeah. and he got it dialed mostly for that. Yeah. It looks great though. Whenever we go out, it gets the most attention. It's the best looking bike in the group. Well, well, it's good to know because I would like to. Uh, see, that's that's the cool part. Like I want to be able to go out with the group, like go go out with the boys. Or the bikes, you know? Yeah. But. <laughs> you can join the gang, dude. I'm going to get you to the cocktail. Keep going, man. But they still, they make new tracks. Are they, do they got a better name now? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're actually like real motorcycles now. <laughs> they're not real motorcycles. They're, yeah. And they, they look pretty good, man, honestly. Yeah. You know, I worked at a uh, biker bar for Bike Week. It was called Suck Bang Blow in wow. Myrtle Beach. Suck Bang Blow. It's in Myrtle Beach. It's a uh, Suck Bang Blow is the name of the bar. It's a biker bar in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty wild place, dude. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, dude, that was the very first one I worked for. It was that was your Suck Bang Blow Four Corners. It was your uh, first bar job. I get yeah. That was my first bar job. Damn, son. I was a bar back. But you, uh, dude, first time I went in there, there was like chicks in cages getting like painted and shit. Huh. They're doing, they did, it was like the place where you do burnouts inside. Oh, they hell yeah. Burnout pit inside. Jesus you you parked your bikes inside too. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking place was wild. It is wild. It's still in, uh, it's in Garden City, Merle's Inlet area okay. in South Carolina. But that, that Shout was out where to I found worst my name bar ever. <laughs> Best name. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, I don't know. It's different. <laughs> that's what I meant. Best name. <laughs> but no, super, super duper ratchet. It was a lot of fun, though. What got you into that place? It was like right down the street from my house. Okay. I was looking for a job. I could walk there. I was, I'm far from a biker, as you could tell. Sure. But then I got into, just walked down there. I was like, hey, y'all need a job? Or y'all need anybody to work for Bike Week? Mm hmm. I had worked for a tent company before that. Like it's a big job, know, like weddings and stuff like that. You build tents. Well, I <laughs> got there and it's funny because it's bike week. They're trying to build a bunch of tents, and I was like, "Hey, oh, I know okay. how to do that." Nice. <laughs> so I went out there and started like showing them how to build the tents and stuff. And then next thing I know, I ended up being a bar back. Nice. And then yeah, I just kind of like the, the, the <laughs> tent job kind of put my way. In. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's my specialty, boys. I know how to build those tents. You got to help. <laughs> <laughs> and just said, they're like, hey, you're kind of smart. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> I don't know how to build tits. I can yeah. suck bang and blow. Let me in. <laughs> but yeah, man, just that place was dope. Doing burnouts inside. Just so badass. That sounds like a place I would love to go to and never, ever work at. <laughs> ever. Pretty dirty. 
It has to be. You guys are yeah. fucking roasting tires inside. Like <laughs> you're like 17 years old and you're letting you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> you're having a blast at that point. You know that's tight, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Is it still around? Yeah. Are they still roasting tires inside? Yeah. Different world, still man. Tires Different inside. world. They send you yeah. to Guantanamo Bay if you did that in California. <laughs> Dude, really though. Some guy would, oh, I'm triggered. Oh, you're my eight, my what is that fucking asthma? My asthma. Oh, geez, you're gonna send me into a coma. This cancer yeah, I was going fumes. over Antioch Bridge the other day, and there was just like this, like fucking flume of who knows what coming out of. I don't know what is that little factory over there. Oh, C N H, the sugar Maybe. factory. Is it sugar? Antioch, uh, Antioch Bridge. No, oh, no, it was that's just like Antioch. you couldn't see Mount Diablo. That was this big-ass fucking cloud. I fucking was thinking of whatever this Vallejo to Pinole Bridge is. Mm. Antioch Bridge is. That's a big sketchy one. I don't know what it is, but I know that uh, in like my flight training, we use those two stacks as a reference point. We call them the Pittsburgh stacks. They're over by the oh, bridge. Oh, really? But I don't know what it, the building is. Yeah. Dude, that's dope flying. I would love to fly. It's pretty dope if you have a bunch of money. <laughs> you definitely it's, probably have to have a lot of money. It's like $160 an hour. <laughs> to learn? Yeah. Wow. And it, it goes up from there, but that's like to fly one of the mosquitoes that I try and fly. How big is it? Just like the, is that the one with the propeller on the front? Little says You really type? narrowed it down there. Yeah. I don't know how to. Yes. <laughs> I don't know uh, planes. Motor, but. Motorcycle, the one with the uh, two wheels, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, I fly a Cessna 172 and the Cessna 150 or 152 is the really, really small one, and I fly one that's one step above that because I'm too tall. Like, oh, okay. the 150s are fucking... Like, my knees touch the dash and my shins touch the dash. Like, eh, fuck all that. I'd rather pay another $20 an hour to get in a plane oh. I can fit in. So can you just... So it's like 100... What do you do to get into, like, actually learning how to fly? That's There's, Are you taking classes, or is it like, hey, I pay you 120 bucks and it's really on a plane? unofficial there are like academies that you can do where it's like show up monday through thursday uh most of most people just learn like you find a place or a school that does training and then you set it up you know i'm with an instructor and you're like well let's go flying this day for two hours and this day for two hours and x amount you have to do a bunch of groundwork too the groundwork is 50 bucks an hour just sitting down with a dude and a whiteboard and a pen so you get hours like a boat yeah, very, very, very similar. Gotcha. That makes sense. And you have to have whatever it is, 40 or 50 hours to apply to take the practical test. And I have, like, double that, and I haven't fucking taken the test yet. Cause like, Why not? That's sick. Sort of. Uh, if you have all your hours, and then there's, like, X amount of requirements you have to fulfill. Like, you have to do three hour or five hours of cross-country solo flights. You have to do your solo takeoff and landings. You have to do X amount of night flights and this, that, and the other thing. After all that and your hours, then you can take the test if you're prepared. But, like, if you have a bunch of fucking money and you don't have to work, you can smash it out in a month or two months or something like that if you're a psychopath. But, yeah. like, I've never just had, like, I never had, like, oh, I have 10 grand. Let's get this shit done. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I've got 150 bucks. Let's go flying. And then I'm like, oh, I have 100 bucks. Let's do some ground lessons and it's been fucking years, and I still don't have a fucking license like yeah. a loser. But that's cool as shit, though. It's dope. You can say you fly. I mean. I can fly a plane, realistically. And yeah. I can, like, safely. Like if somebody can... put you in one and said, you got to fly it. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, I can fly myself. Got it. <laughs> if it's a 172, it's like, I could genuinely safely fly it and land it and take it off. As long as it's daytime and the weather's good. Yeah, that's cool as hell. 
Yeah, if if every all the captains or whatever fucking died, the the captain, the pilot in a one seventy two, <laughs> if he kicked the bucket and it was nighttime, I'd probably you know I'd I'd be okay. I just wouldn't be comfortable doing it. I'm the captain now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bad news if I'm taking over. <laughs> but you know I don't have a fucking license and there's a bunch yeah. of shenanigans to it and blah blah. blah. But one day, hey, if anybody wants to donate a couple thousand dollars to my aviation fund, there's a hey, go for it, guys. There you go. Should be a link under Anchor where you can donate to the podcast. <laughs> start a GoFundMe and click the one where it's uh, here's five thousand dollars towards Matt's flying fund, and he'll be a pilot in a month. <laughs> be fucking awesome, though. Yeah. Where are we going? Where you get your pilot's license? <laughs> I want to say Tahoe, but everybody goes to Tahoe. Dude, I'd go to like Auburn. Like a forty. <laughs> what kind of flight is Tahoe? <laughs> I've never mapped it out. I don't know. Not oh, that like far. 30 minutes? Yeah. No, the plane does like 90 miles an hour-ish. Uh, you can do okay. a little more than that, but I would say average is 90. Gotcha. The nice thing is there's no roads and there's no traffic. Yeah. So like the highway, if you're if like on a road trip, I usually measure out or do my calculations at 55 miles an hour because you don't actually drive 70 the whole time and then you got to take piss breaks. So it's like 55 miles an hour is kind of your average drive time if you're tr- for road trips. That's what I usually do. In a plane, it's like, you know, whatever, few minutes for takeoff and landing, and then 90 miles an hour. Like, it's just static. And it's, <laughs> with rare exception, it's point A to point B. There's yeah. no, like, oh, I got to take the 5 to the 202 to the 11 to the 16 to the surface street, and then, ah, fuck, there's a stoplight, yeah. and some dildo fucking was texting and crashed, and now we got to sit here for two hours. Like, no, you just burr, into the sky, yeah. and that's it. And then you're there pretty quick. We went on a flight to, the plane was to go to Sacramento, and a lot of it is, like, efficiency calculations so like you don't want to climb too high because you burn a lot of fuel just spending time going up and so we were like doing a fun thing we're like well let's climb up to 7,500 feet at a the best rate of climb whatever it is that's you know 80 miles an hour or some crap like that in the Cessna it's your most efficient speed for gaining altitude over a course of time he's like we'll just set it and forget it for our our static uh, rate of climb and then at Sacramento, we'll take a 90-degree turn, we'll head over here, and then we'll come back. I was like, okay, cool. And I'm fucking doing this, that, and the other thing and doing the checklist and looking out the window and setting up my course and doing all these radio frequencies. And uh, it was like fucking 20 minutes or something. We are in Sacramento. He's like, oh, that's Sac right there. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not. It's got to be Fairfield. He's like, no, dude, check the map. We're in fucking Sacramento. I'm like, what the fuck? You're way faster. <laughs> yeah, and there's no bullshit and there's no traffic and none of that crap. It's just... And you were so busy trying to figure out all the other stuff that you, that felt like yeah, five like, minutes. That's, sick. that's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. It's a trip. That is sick. That would, that would be fun. I didn't know you could just like go pay like 120, 150 bucks and an hour. Go an hour per hour. Yeah, an hour. There's a little more to like to learn. You don't need any certifications. Mm-hmm. So like you don't have to have a medical certificate or pass anything because there's a fully qualified dude that is 100% responsible for the flight sitting next to you. Gotcha. So a lot of places will do like an introductory flight where you can go up for an hour and they charge you 100 bucks or something like that. But after that, it's 150 or 60 or 80 bucks. Dude, that's hour. cheaper than jumping out of a plane. I would much rather fly one. Yeah, it's fair. Like, <laughs> literally, though, <laughs> no, I swear that's cheaper. Yeah, because you don't have to jump it's out like of the plane. Four hundred dollars to jump out of a plane. Of course it is. <laughs> Some guy's got to pack the chute, and, and some guy's got to be behind you, and then they got to hire a pilot. pay $400 and safely put it on the air and put it back down? Yeah, there you go. That is a way better deal. It depends on what you're going for. You ever yeah. gone skydiving? No. Neither am I. Too scared. I tried one time. What does that mean? Well, I, uh, I got there, 
and they got the packs or the the parachutes packed and everything and we were waiting to go and literally whenever the plane landed and they were like here you go the they said oh the clouds right got a little too heavy so yeah we're not gonna go today so i ended up getting my refund that's and i was like oh i guess it wasn't meant to be (laughs) 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 and i haven't been since but yeah, I signed the waivers, and I was watching the little fucking hippie over there packing my chute, and I was super uncomfortable. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Some patchouli white guy with dreads? Yeah, he was oh. like, I don't think he showered in like it's three okay. days over oh, there Jesus. packing my chute. <laughs> they didn't know they packed the chutes in front of you. My girlfriend wants to go, but I'm straight up like, eh, I really don't. Yeah, he was just packing it up under a, a little, you know, just one of the little uh, garage overhang things. You you could watch them. They're just over there packing them and stuff. Huh. It was not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I was uh, like, yo, let's do it. We're going to do it. I'm already here. I paid. I signed the waiver. Yeah. Let's do it. But. And then did I think the cloud saved us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to jump in a fucking cloud. You can't see shit. And I was like, of all places, I would fall to my death. I don't want it to be Andrews, South Carolina. Because that's oh, where I was doing South it. South Carolina? Yeah, it was like this right. little tiny town in south carolina sure. close to where i was i was raised so it was, and it's like bumfuck egypt too oh, okay so i was like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna jump out of a plane and it not work out i don't want it to be here like maybe <laughs> it should be like hawaii or something <laughs> get a good view on the way well, at least a pretty fall I don't yeah. know. <laughs> my brother did it in i hear it's awesome new zealand or something like that that's uh, awesome but what he said is like he had a great time he's like as soon as you get out of the plane you fucking forget that it's not like falling He's like, it's pretty much just like a super dope view farther than your eyeballs can see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like the jumping out of the planes of fuck or right before is the worst part. And then once you're out, it's like a couple seconds goes by and then you're like, oh, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah, that's it. That's how I feel, believe it to be. Uh, I would think definitely. If sure. it was two minutes like, of like actual falling feeling with just horror in your heart and your chest fucking tightens up. And you can't breathe. Terrifying. So, no, fuck, absolutely <laughs> fuck that. Everyone's just crying when they land, like, oh, curled up in the fetal position. I had fun. Good thing you got that on GoPro. I shit in my pants the whole time. No I feel way. so much stronger now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. No fucking no. way. <laughs> but always, I think it would be better than uh, bungee jumping. Yeah, I feel like if you can't see the ground, it might not be as bad. Yeah, that, that may sound right. crazy. No, I think but. you're right. <laughs> you're so far away that it doesn't doesn't actually feel like regular yeah. falling. Got a really long time to figure out what I could do. To- yeah. <laughs> Plus, better like, up here, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you hit the ground at that point. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> yeah, not good. But you might not. Re- you're not gonna remember it. <laughs> Bungee jumping. Not. Yeah, you might. <laughs> And I like, again, I've never done it, but when you look at it, you know, it's like you have some fucking rope tied to your legs and then you stand on this fucking like pirate ship plank and they're like, oh, arg, matey, walk the fucking poop deck. And then they poke you in the ribs and I think you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Like, and I feel like my body up. be like an accordion, like. <laughs> and then you jump off and then you get halfway and then the cord pulls tight and you just fucking flop downwards and your feet go up. You get whiplash. Comfortable. If everything, yeah, that was good. Perfect go. noise. <laughs> if everything goes right, you get yanked back up and fucking get all sideways and I don't know. Yeah, fuck that. 
Definitely skydiving, never fun car bungee crash. jumping, never. Two <laughs> things I don't want to do. <laughs> I didn't know where you can bungee jump. I know you can do skydiving like up in Sonoma. There's a little place called Sonoma Sky Park. It's a little tiny airstrip. And I know because we've gone like flying up there and there's like all sorts of little warnings on the map of like mm-hmm. skydivers and shit. They don't want you fucking going full throttle through there. <laughs> And just turning some guy into a meat paste. For this Watch out for the dudes falling from the sky. <laughs> you can't see. You can't see them, Dude, guys, that guys at all. Fucking nuts. Yeah. It's honestly, it's really hard to see planes. Like it's really hard. Uh, it just doesn't seem like it would be hard, but like even when you're up there, like finding runways. Yeah. Like Napa's, whatever it is, four thousand foot runway or something like that. Like it's easy to miss. Wow. Really easy to miss. I mean, you're up there. A few thousand feet. <laughs> Usually, yeah. I don't know, like three or four thousand feet or something like that when I'm they're not even that high up. But you get out there and everything, there's no fucking signs in the sky. That was my first thing. You get up there and you're like, where am I? And like, you got to figure it out. Old school. Here's a fucking map and a pencil and here's some radio signals and do some math. And the, yeah. no, there's GPS and shit, but it's not like. Roads look a lot like runways, too. That's definitely true. Pull the thing closer oh, to you. Just, just pull it, sit back and pull it close. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, roads definitely look like runways. And then they're deceiving, too. Like, with a lot of emergency landings, like, people go for roads because they're flat and straight yeah. and all that good shit. But you can't see, like, power lines until it's oh, way too late. Yeah. Way too late. Because uh, when you do emergency landings and stuff, like, you line everything up way ahead of time. And then either circle or fly a, a rectangular pattern, or you just go straight towards it. But you're supposed to pick an emergency point and stick with it, no matter what. Even if by the time you get there, it looks bad. Yeah. Because if you try and divert from that, you won't have enough, like elevation or speed to make it somewhere else. Huh. So you have to like pick your point as soon as is safe, and then just stick with it. And you get down to a fucking road, and then there's like a little bicycle overpass or a fucking telephone wires that go across the street yeah. or your wings don't fit in between the poles on the other sides, like all that shit. Like roads are actually a pretty bad idea to land on a lot of the time. Yeah. Like fields don't have, what's that? Oh, sure. Pause. Yeah, exactly. So we're back. Uh, yeah. So they say like, well, I don't know. They say sometimes it's better just land in a fucking field. And then there's a lot of like hard lessons learned in aviation. And one of the big ones is like, if you can walk away from the landing unscathed, that's a great emergency landing. A lot of people like try too hard to save the plane. I'm, like worried about the plane. Like just get insurance. Fuck the plane. Yeah. Fuck the plane, dude. Run, break the fucking gears. Hit the propeller on the ground. Throw the plane in the fucking trash. Because if you land in a field and wreck the plane but don't actually injure yourself, that's one thing. But if you try and land in a street and then you fucking shear the wings and then you do a 180 into a car at 80 miles an hour, you're fucking smoked. It's like you don't have airbags. I feel like if you wreck the plane, you wrecked yourself a lot, though. There's there's a big, like, I mean, not really big. There's, like, a thin line of, like, you fucked the plane up and you didn't fuck you up. It's going to be hard to. Yeah, but the main main thing is, like, landing gears. Like, if you land on dirt, it's a really good chance you're going to rip one of the landing gears off. Uh, And then once the landing gear gets ripped off, then you hit the body. And then once the body hits, the prop usually hits the dirt. And then if the prop hits, then you've got to, like, realistically, the motor's trash. Uh, so, you know, it's like people worry about, oh, I got to land the plane in this fucking football field or whatever. And then they overshoot it and then they fucking land halfway through the football field and they go straight into the stands and then they hit the fucking stadium wall at 60 miles an hour. It's like, you could just land in the field and rip the gears off. Uh, I don't know. What either do I way, know? I'm ba- either barely... way, planes 
suck. Plane crashes suck. Yeah. I don't want to be on one of those. <laughs> Hopefully not, yeah. But a lot of it is, I would say three quarters of it is training for what to do when things go wrong. Yeah. Like, we could get in a plane right now. You've never flown a plane ever in your life, right? Not for two seconds. We could sit in it, and I wouldn't touch a single thing. I'd get you to take the plane off first try. It's no problem. Yeah. You literally, like, push this thing in for full throttle, and then hold the fucking stick and the pedals straight. Maybe a little pedal work. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like when the fucking speed gauge hits 60, pull back. Then you're in the air. And yeah, then yeah. it's like it's like driving on the freeway. Like, you're already up, and you're going. So there's very few things you have to worry about. Like, flying a plane, just flying it, super easy. Taking off, super easy. Landing is inherently difficult. <laughs> And getting to where you're going legally is inherently difficult. Like finding out where the fuck you're at and then abiding by like elevations and mm-hmm. staying away from obstacles and all that shit. It's like, that's pretty cool. If you're headed east, you're supposed to be on odd levels of 1000s. If you're headed west, you're supposed to be on even levels. So if you're headed west, you got to be in like two, four, six thousand. And if you're headed east, then you got to be three, five, seven thousand. That's like, so you know, oh. to avoid head on yeah, collisions. So you're not, wow. That's... Yeah. And you know, it's, the, one of the things my instructor s- says, it's my favorite quote ever. It doesn't matter until it matters. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm heading east and I'm just gonna fly two thousand feet or four thousand feet because fuck them. And it's like, doesn't matter ever until you, you hit a plane. Yeah. And then, it, <laughs> then it fucking matters. Then dude. it really, really, really mattered. <laughs> <laughs> then you hope you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that quote. Doesn't matter until it matters. Dude, that's True. A, that's a big one though. Like really, with yeah. a lot of things, it doesn't matter until. It, it's like seatbelts, dude. <laughs> seatbelts do not matter 99.999% of the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear one, and then you need one, and it's either on or it's not, and then it fucking matters. Yeah. All that shit, dude. <laughs> I love that saying. He's got a couple good ones. Pretty but, perfect. Uh, doesn't matter until it matters. So you going to be a pilot or what? No, you're get him, be a, get a motorcycle and then uh, we get, get a, a motorcycle pilot. and then we get a plane. Yeah. I guess, I guess, perfect. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta be a pilot. You're yeah. you're still working. You got an income. Do all the things that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you, we're gonna be back at it soon. You're gonna be back at it soon. Eh. They've been saying that for eleven months. Yeah, but I mean, ten months. <laughs> <laughs> but now that the, like the election's over, hmm. the corona's just gonna vanish. As dumb as that would be, like, I've been telling everyone, like, if the election makes it goes away, gonna, that would be so stupid, and I'd be so happy. Oh, I'd be, like, pissed and mad at the same time. I'd be furiously happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been saying it since, like, the beginning, and, you know, the uh, the election's over, and all of a sudden, California's, you don't have to stay inside anymore, guys. <laughs> We're safe. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. Oh no, it's really weird. It's it also only like, took like two days. <laughs> we just got past like the Thanksgiving and the Christmas thing. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Don't do gatherings." And everyone I know was like, "I'm gonna have 40 family members over." <laughs> I'm like, "Why would you do that?" And then they're like, 11 of us got corona." I'm like, "Fucking <laughs> duh, dude." <laughs> uh, true. It could be that as well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but uh, I feel like I ended up with it whenever I went home in July. Yeah. Yeah, I had like the kind of asymptomatic type feel with it. I, had, I couldn't taste, couldn't smell. Oh yeah, that's kind of a sick. That's kind of a I thing. Flown home. There's not a lot of things that do that to you. Yeah, it's really so. strange. Working in and then you got on a plane and went to a different state. Super spread. No, it happened when I went home. Like I got home and I was like, oh, oh okay. 
<laughs> and then cool. Yeah, my grandpa actually ended up with it. Thankfully, nothing serious after you happened. after you were there. Yeah, you probably gave it to him. Probably. Yeah. Thankfully, I. Thankfully, <laughs> you gave it to him. Thankfully, everything ended up well. Oh, okay. My grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I gave He's it to my grandpa. He's doing well. Grandma, she's doing well, too. Fuck, but, yeah, they both news. ended up with it. And uh, they wanted me to come home. I mean, they asked me to. I yeah. Came home. <laughs> I don't know. See, it doesn't matter until it matters. Like, yeah, how bad it doesn't be? matter until it matters. And you then know? you infect your grandparents. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, holy shit. You still have sucks. grandparents. Yeah. And they both, you gave them, well, allegedly. May have allegedly them gave them girl you know but That's tight you got grandparents they're yes definitely super tight my grandparents are super tight grandparents are always super tight i love grandparents yes. they just want you to eat and nap and nap i love that That's well grandma you know <laughs> take a nap little blake <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of food <laughs> that's like the only place i take daytime naps like the minute i walk in the house really yeah dude the minute you walk in grandpa's house or grandma's house you know just nap time. I don't know why. That's pretty tight. I don't take naps at other people's houses. Really? But I take naps at my house all the time. I don't take naps at my house. Today I took a nap at my house. Though. That See? Was, that was pretty Thinking awesome. of Not often at all. Really? Yeah. I even, love it, <laughs> I even talked about it after I woke up. I was like, dude, I don't do that. But that was <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> my, my girlfriend gets up at like fucking, I don't know, between 6 and 8 a.m. I don't know what time it is because it's too early. But she got up and did her shit, and then she's like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to work. I'm like, And I wake up, and you say goodbye, and I immediately go back to sleep. And uh, I went to go back to sleep, and I was like, I'm kind of awake. It's like, what if I just got up and just played video games for a few hours and then took a nap later? So I got up. I think it was like 8 a.m. when I got up, and uh, I like went online. I like paid some fast-track tickets. I paid my fucking $6 billion for my motorcycle registration. I signed up for health insurance. Hell yeah. The good news is my income was so shitty for 2020. I'm fucking on covered California. So badass. Yeah. I, dude, I haven't had health insurance in years. I, like, I haven't. I talked to my doctor a couple months ago and like, he's like, dude, you need to get health insurance. I was like, I know. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to talk to you until you get health insurance. I was like, I can't afford it. He's like, stop coming here and go <laughs> to La Clinica it's like a free healthcare station and talk to them and they'll get you something. He's like, stop doing what you're doing. You're killing me, dude. And I was like, but I like you as my doctor. Well, he just didn't want to. He's like, so I'm tired of taking all your money, bro. Like, <laughs> He's such a good dude. That's pretty awesome. Shout out to Ruben Gonzalez. At, he's actually a Kaiser. I always want to call him Ruben because he's like youngish and charismatic and like gives a shit. Yeah. He's probably like 40, but he's like no grays. He's like young. But he, you know, he looks like he's fucking probably looks younger than me. Actually, I get a bunch of grays, especially in my face. It's but I go in there. And I'm like, what's up, Rube? Oh, I forgot you went to fucking school for 18 years. Like, but he's just a chill. <laughs> Sir <like>. Ruben. Hello, <laughs> <Right. Lord> Gonzalez. <laughs> but every time like they're like, who's your uh, your health care provider or your health dude? I'm like, oh, it's all Rube. They're like who? I'm like Dr. Gonzalez. We're way too cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're pretty tight. We're on a fist bump basis. You know how we roll. I like that I took a drink and you took a vapors at the same time as that. Is it uh, nicotine vapors or are you on the weeds? It, this one's the nicotine vapor. Okay. It uh, like literally a, looks like a lighter. It does. Like straight up. <laughs> it looks a lot like a weed vape too. I can, they all look the fucking same to me. I don't know what the... Is that the weed one? Yeah. Just, we just bust out another one for everyone. You just who can't, can't tell see. the difference. You know? Don't fuck those up. You got to have your... Oh, there we go. Double dipping. 
Don't confuse them, man. The dude, the weed vapors thing is pretty fucking cool. Like, uh like being high is dope for sure. But I don't like the fucking smell of weed like at all. Yeah. It just straight up smells like shit to me. And so it's like if all alcohol smelled like blue cheese, I probably wouldn't drink as much alcohol. <laughs> And that's kind of how I am with weed. Like, yeah, being high is super dope, but it smells like shit. Burnt weed after a little while smells like shit, yeah. Well, you know, like... I if, do like the smell of fresh weed. I don't... You don't? There's no difference to me. Really? Yeah, I'm like, this smells like skunk with freshly cut grass. <laughs> like, I could tell the difference between skunk and weed. Yeah. When people are like, oh, it smells like skunk weed. I'm like, that all fucking smells like that to me. I have like a hyperactive schnoz or something. Like cigarette smoke, too. I fucking hate cigarettes. Dude. Smoke. It's terrible. I smoked cigarettes when I moved to California. You started? No, I, when I or moved you were to California, you moved I smoked cigarettes. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I first started here, yeah, I was smoking cigarettes. But um, now, I, dude, the smell is crazy. It's how much you notice it. It sucks. It stinks. It's weird to hear. Like I don't smoke and never smoked, so like, like eh, it fucking stinks and bothers me. But it's weird when people smoke and stop smoking. They all say the same thing. Like, oh, fucking driving crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I have, uh... It stains everything. Like, just guys I work with, they'll walk in after smoking a blunt. And it's just like a... It's like just a tobacco wrap. Right. The rest was weed. Yeah, it's like 90% and weed. I walk in, like, they walk in, and I'm like, you smoke a cigarette? And they're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that shit I love the weed guy being so judgmental, like... <laughs> Hey, bro, did you just smoke tobacco, you <laughs> fucking barbarian? Yeah, it's like, dude, you fucking He's like, stink. Wait, wait, I swear there was weed in it. And you're like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds terrible. You made that sound way too more terrible than I thought. <laughs> that's what happened in my mind. That's how I, that's how I played it out. I but still, at the same time, I was like, damn, I picked out that little bit of tobacco. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's weird. It stains everything, too. Yeah. Like, if you lit up a cigarette in your house... Within the last year, like I walk in and be like, ah, you definitely smoking here. But like, you could hit a pipe once a day for a year. And like, if you just let it hang out for an hour, it goes away. Yeah. It doesn't stain your home or your yeah. couch or your that walls and shit. Is, it's like yellow. Something, I learned, you know, I learned it. that. My dad, whenever I, it's so funny. Like, now when I don't smoke cigarettes, like, when you, you can smell it from a mile away. Sure. But whenever I was in high school, hiding it from my dad and stuff, like I'd smoke in my car and he'd get in my car and like, it smells like cigarettes in here. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Yep. And then like he got to the point where he would get in my car and he would take a paper towel and he'd rub it on my windshield. Oh. And that would show like the yeah. yellow. He'd be like, well, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I went through a pollen field with my windows down. I don't know. <laughs> What are you, the cops? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you are. Oh. <laughs> this Damn place, it. This place sucks. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm going to go sell drugs. The gold state. Legally. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. <laughs> yeah, he used to catch me all the time with that damn, the whole napkin trick. 
So, dude, yeah. when I'd smoke cigarettes in my car, I'd be in there with, like, Windex and shit. Armor on. <laughs> Blake's car's really clean yeah. today. He must have been smoking cigarettes. Your 82 <laughs> Tercel is just spotless on the inside. Dude, it was, a, here. it was a 99 Ford Taurus. Oh, even worse. <laughs> you know, it looked like somebody took a bug, <laughs> grabbed it at both ends, and just stretched it out. Dude, those cars are terrible. <laughs> I used to work with this kid, and... uh yeah, anyways, we'll fucking skip his name. But he was, like, all about the SHOs, which is, like, they took the Ford Taurus. Police interceptor? What? No. Uh, I don't. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, they took the Ford Taurus, and they, like, put a turbocharger in it. <laughs> but that was, like, all they did. So it was, like, oh, now you have this super-powered, crappy engine in a crappy car. <laughs> and everything else after the turbo explodes immediately. So he's, like, dude, I got a show. Check it out. And he's, fucking, what? Fucking spinning donuts all the time. <laughs> Boom. Blows out the rear end. He's like, fuck. Show's down, dude. And then he got like... Show's a, down. I got another one. And he's like, oh, fucking tranny blew out on me, dude. And I'm like, what? He gets, he's like, work, one's running and one's broken. And then he drives the other one and fucking blows. He's like, god damn. Fucking swing arm busted. Transmission's out. And the timing plastic gears are fucking busted up. And I smashed one of these. And it's like, this poor kid was pouring all of his money into this crappy show. fucking Ford Taurus. And it was like he got fucking stuck in the neck with, like, Cupid's arrow. He just loved those things. Like, oh, dude, the fucking shot. It's so ugly. Why? But I had a turbo. Had, yeah, I don't know. This poor kid. It's like, dude, you should just look into, it, like, a 5.0 or something. Dude, I hated that car, but all my friends that had, like, nice cars, they were all like, dude, I love driving your car. Like, why? Because they can just hit the car. It was a little fast, or maybe they could just fucking, like, treat it like shit. I don't know. Yeah, they just throw the shopping cart into it. I'm like, yeah. Fuck that thing. It's not even a show. It has no redeeming qualities. <laughs> oh, God. I'm Is that sorry. your first car? Yeah. Dude, my first car was a 76 Pinto station wagon. Oh, dude. That was just... It was not tight, but I... Same. I yeah. <laughs> I liked mine, though. I still have it, actually. Is that the one that had, like, the biggest right side door? Passenger side door? No. It's a two-door station wagon. So, it's a station wagon only by technicality. Uh, but they made the coupes. The coupes are the fireballs. That, like, when you hit rear-ended them, it pinned the door shut, and then the gas tank would explode. So, they would light the cab on fire, and you couldn't open the doors and get out of them. That is terrible. Yep. So, they have like, <laughs> oh this my God. horrible reputation for being <laughs> death. There's YouTube videos of, like, crash test dummies. It's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. <laughs> They didn't make those long. <laughs> yeah, dude, guess. they were like, I have, my brother got me for my uh, birthday or Christmas of, of five years back, but it's a, like a 1978 brochure for the Pintos, and it's like brand new. The car was like $2,200, <laughs> and that was like, so cool. that was why they were a big deal, because Ford was like, we have a car that everyone can afford, Yeah, and they were like $2,200, and then the air conditioning upgrade was like $500. It was like 25% of the car again to get AC in them. I've owned four of these things, and none of them had AC. That's fucking wild. It's 25% of the price is the air conditioner. Bananas, dude. Wow. fucking bananas. What was like, uh, I don't know, your Ranger in the 70s? It's a good question. Ford. I don't know. No. More uh, than that. Definitely. I mean, that couldn't was the, be much more. Maybe like five. Maybe, but that's twice as expensive. But still, that's like so cheap. <laughs> I went and looked at cars probably three or four years ago, maybe four years ago. And I went and I looked at like, what's the cheapest new car that you can get? Mm -hmm. 
and it was a couple years after those Fiat 500s had come back. And I looked at one of those, and it was like 14 grand or something. Like Are it's, they? It's like a micro machine. It's not even a real car. And uh, I oh, couldn't no. fit in it. I sat in it, and I put the seat all the way back and down, and I had my head at like a 45-degree angle, and the whole half of my head was on the roof. I was like, I don't think this is going to work, dude. <laughs> this isn't for me. And he's like, oh, well, we can get in the convertible one, and there's like an extra two inches of headroom. <laughs> or you just lose the roof, dude. <laughs> Every day. Just head above, right, right at the neck level. I get my goggles on. It's like a motorcycle again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, that they had like another couple inches of headroom. So I got in that thing, and there's like the convertible top, and then an inch below that is like a, a thin canvas thing. And so I got in it, and I put the seat all the way back and down, and the thin canvas was just sitting on the top of my head. I was like, if I hit a speed bump, I'm going to break my fucking neck, dude. <laughs> just going to come out of there. And just... Yeah. <laughs> and it still was like, you know, fucking, they were 12 or 14 grand or something like that. I'm like, this is I thought those were expensive. fancy. I don't know what a Fiat is, but for some reason, like my neighbor had one. I thought they were like one of the expensive. No. Like, <laughs> they know. made a version with twin turbos, and I took that out for a test drive, and I was like, if I can get a tiny, tiny car <laughs> with twin turbos, and there's literally scorpions all over the car. They call the the Fiat a Barth, and there's like scorpions on the rims. There's a scorpion on the hood. And it's like this little, oh, I'm so little twin, tiny twin turbo. <laughs> I took it for a drive. I'm like, do the turbos, are they, do you turn them off, dude? Because I'm not feeling anything. And he's like, well, you can get the electric one. I was like, fucking electric Fiat. He's like, well, it's got more power. I'm like, no, I want a turbo. And he's like, I'm telling you, the E is way quicker. I'm like, I don't want an electric Fiat. I want a turbocharged micro machine. I think that'd be super cool. And I don't fucking fit. And this thing's way too expensive. What the fuck is going on here? I don't get it. If it's electric, why is the turbo charged? <laughs> I went in for the turbo, not for the E, dude. Get a fucking Prius or a Chevy Volt or some crap. I'm not against electric cars, but something about turbos I think is super dope. What the fuck's up with this Hummer that's apparently it's supposed to be electric and... Have you seen that? No? Is it like a hybrid? Apparently, No, apparently there's like a new electric Hummer. I haven't looked a lot into it, but apparently it's supposed to be badass. Huh. I don't believe it. Electric cars... H1. That's like my... Uh, H1. Like, like the original military ones? Yeah. That's tight. I'm glad you, you didn't seen... say any of the other ones that are like shitty SUVs. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck that. Have you seen like the H1s that are, I don't know, like, like a 2019 Hummer H1? Oh, they're new they ones. They got like a whole fucking like cockpit. That's tight. Bulletproof. Like, I don't know. They're just badass fucking cars. I don't know. I remember when the first <laughs> ones came out like for commercial well, you take them to use. a brick wall. Yeah, and they were like, they're still landmine proof. And I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And like, they came out with the H2, and they're like, we took a Chevy Tahoe and made it dumber. Gay. I'm like, what the I don't like fuck it. is going on here, dude? <laughs> and the H3s and the FJ Cruisers, and it was like, they just became Instagram mobiles. Now they're electric, and it's like, y'all are just getting worse and worse. I'm not against electric, though, not, honestly. Not against it, yeah. Because it's actually pretty dope. Like, you don't have to rev up the engine. It's just 100% of the power immediately. There's no, like, spinning up a, an internal combustion explosion machine. It's just on. Yeah, I don't know anything about Fair enough. that. So, yeah. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> that's why, like, the Teslas are the fucking ferociously fast. Yeah. Is there, some of them are four-wheel drive, and then you just hit go, and it doesn't have to, like, you know, like a four-cylinder doesn't make any power until it's at 
thousands of RPMs. V8s make power a little bit sooner, uh, but they still have to spin fast in order to make energy. Yeah. Electric motors are just all of the power immediately. You don't wait for anything. So on that end, they're pretty dope. And for like trucks and buses and that kind of stuff, like like the Tesla truck, it's like, oh, it's a pickup truck with an electric motor. It could be fucking badass, dude. You put six zillion pounds in the back and then just go. Well, that Hummer might be badass then. Maybe, but it's from Hummer, so I doubt it. I bet it's fucking <laughs> super lame. <laughs> I've seen a couple of the prototypes. Like, now the wheels are turning sideways. They, like, took the parallel parking out of parallel parking. You just drive up, and then the wheels just turn 90 degrees, and then it just goes right. Whoa. Yeah. And at first, I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. And then I think, like, what if you hit a curb at four miles an hour and the wheels were never straight again? <laughs> or if it was just like some fluke and that shit happened while you're going fucking <laughs> 75 down four. <laughs> I'm sure there's, sure. yeah, precautions, but yeah. I don't like new anything, dude. Yeah. I like the, the latest and the greatest. Computers fuck up a lot. <laughs> dude, my buddy Keith says even new babies die. <laughs> new doesn't mean it works. That's yeah. not a fact. It's generally true, but... Dude, even new babies die. Like, you never know. Lots of new things are good. Give it a year. I like to give everything a year, man. I don't want the newest Xbox. I don't want the newest yeah. fucking Hummer. Oh, the- any any car. You got to give it a couple of years before, yeah. they, before they work out all the kinks. And all they the bust out the recalls and the... Yeah. Well, it seemed good until someone put a thousand miles on it. Just like they- Triumph. Apparently, it took them like fucking it took them years, their though. Tire <laughs> existence. Career. <laughs> Those poor saps. So they made shit. learned that. That's they so made sad. shitty motorcycles, and then there was a company called Lucas Electric, and they made like headlights and brake lights and shit. And so Triumph was making terrible motorcycles, and their electric company was Lucas. And Lucas's nickname is the Prince of Darkness because <laughs> like the lights don't work. <laughs> so they just called it the Prince of Darkness. So like, there's all sorts of like old sayings for the Triumph, like a gentleman never motors at night because your fucking lights don't work. <laughs> It's absolutely so they had shit motorcycles and then none of the electrics worked like ever like oh you got 100 miles out of your headlight yeah. and then it stopped working so like my brother's bike's got a switch you just turn the headlight off yeah and that way you don't put time on your headlight because it barely fucking works yeah and they've like you know he's updated it with some newer shit but it's like that's hmm. fucking bad bikes funny. and bad electrics dude yeah. I guess everybody I know that had one it's really pretty but they actually it probably looks are mechan- they are mechanics so they rebuilt these things. Constantly. That are beautiful. Constantly, dude. <laughs> and, like, I like working on my own bikes. Yeah. A little bit. I wish I had the mechanical... I don't know. Dude, you want to know the secret? You want to know my secret? What? Be super broke. <laughs> Just figure it out. Yeah. That's like, the only choice you got. I have a motorcycle, <laughs> and now it doesn't run. I'm like, well, I can't bring it to a shop. Yeah. Might as well start wrenching on it. Hey, I got time. Yeah, a little bit of YouTube. That was a long way, dude. <laughs> dude, you can learn a lot off of YouTube. That's for damn sure. On my uh, my Pinto, I fucking... Because I've had that car for, whatever, 18 years or something, forever. Uh, it was the early days of the internet, so I was like... I had joined some online clubs and forums. It was like the PCCA, the Pinto Car Club of America... And it was like me and then like 120 other dudes across the planet that were like Pinto owners. <laughs> and I was like, hey, guys, I'm trying to put a V8 in this thing and this, that, and the other. And one dude was like, oh, I did that. And I had to get some uh, aircraft aluminum motor mounts custom made. And there's this one dude. And I'll send you his his number and you can call him. And then you just send him the aluminum and then he'll mill them and machine them. 
So I have these like handmade. This guy sent me a booklet, and I cut the templates out of paper and brought those to a machinist. I was like, I need these made out of aluminum. And it was like this all like crazy in-depth networking of a handful of people on the planet. And now it's like you just go to YouTube and you're like, oh, Pinto V8 swap. How do you do it? And there's a full tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> like back in the day, I was like in the dark web. Like, has anybody else got a Pinto with a V8? And there's like, yeah, man, there's two of us. And it's both in a coupe. But <laughs> there's two of us. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it we're crazy. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> You know, it was, there was two of them, and they were in coupes, and they were both racetrack mobiles. I'm like, yeah, but mine's got to be road legal. And they're like, okay, I know a guy, but he's not even on the forum, so I'll just give you his number. It's all sorts well, of down, though. silly, like, dark, creepy Dude, that's shit. That's so funny, though. And now you just, <laughs> everything's on YouTube, and you can just watch somebody do it. Anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, very, very rare exception, but I'm, I don't think, I, I can think of anything off the top of my head that hasn't been on fucking YouTube. That's how I learned how to weld. Uh, that's how I learned how to sew. Uh, that's how I learned to shoot a bow. Absolutely. It's realistically yeah. how I learned how to sh- Like, I was trained how to handle guns, but then I, like, tried to actually get into guns recently. I was like, I don't actually know how to shoot. 1-800 YouTube. You just watch fucking 20 hours. So I learned how to hunt and skin animals and, and harvest a turkey. Like, you just fucking go on YouTube and watch some guys. I feel like a serial killer. You watch eight hours of guys taking apart animals. But you can literally learn anything. I did it. I went out there and I fucking blasted a turkey and then I harvested it right on the spot. You know, you got to clean You watched it on YouTube and... while you were doing it? That's No, no, no. I watched all my <laughs> shit ahead of time because yeah. I don't want to like, I don't want to go out there and then kill an animal and be like, what do I do? Oh, then maybe with a, not. With a fucking corpse. Yeah. It's like, I just killed this suck. dinosaur looking beautiful, majestic bird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Bow? what did you? Hell no. I fucking shot it with a shotgun. <laughs> Everybody laughed. I got a 20-gauge shotgun. Everyone's like, oh, little baby, little girl's gun. Oh, you're just a little tiny shotgun. And then, again, it works. You, you get on YouTube <laughs> and you get online, and they're like, if you know what you're doing, you can get by with it. Yeah. I went out there, fucking blow, dude, dead yeah. in two seconds. That motherfucker you're going to be close as fuck for a turkey anyway most smoked. of the time, right? Smoked. And everyone's like, you can't kill a turkey with a 20-gauge. I did it. First fucking shot, dude. Dank. <laughs> it can be done. And Which I'm too fucking skinny. I'm going to go shoot in a 12-gauge, and then i got to get shoulder surgery because my fucking body's terrible. Like, nah. Shooting a 12-gauge is like, you might as well just hit me with a baseball bat, dude. Give me a smaller gun. I'll shoot it twice if I have to. It's not that bad. Hopefully you don't have to shoot it like 10 times or anything. If you got to shoot an animal more than once, you're already in trouble. <laughs> one good one. It'll be all right. You <laughs> usually get one, and it either dies or it leaves forever. Yeah. But with turkeys, if you get them once with a scatter gun, I talked to a lot of dudes beforehand. And they're like, shoot it, immediately run up on it, and get ready to shoot it again. Because turkeys are, like, almost bulletproof. It's, like, one of the only animals you shoot in the head. Everything else you shoot in, like, the heart or the lungs. Mm-hmm. And you blast them, and then they bleed out really quickly. But that's how you do it. Right. So, you like, you don't want to shoot a deer in the head. Because the head's actually really small. And you hit it in the face or the jaw, and just runs away, and you never get it. But turkeys, you shoot them in the head, neck area. Um, and, yeah. What like a little... Maybe I would like to go turkey hunting. It's funny coming from South Carolina. So I will hang out with hunters. Like everybody I know hunts and everything. Really? But I've I've never been a big hunter or anything. I came out here and started meeting people that are more country than me. California's <laughs> a funny state, man. It, is, it really is. You don't ex- you don't expect it to be so country, but there is a lot more country than you yeah. would think coming from somewhere. It's like a, South Carolina, you know? It's a big state. Like, you get 
Berkeley, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, and then like one hour from there is fucking forest. No, just nothing forest. but yeah, dude, agriculture. It's yeah. nuts. You go south it's and so it's avocados and uh, beef, and then you go north and it's fucking forests. It's like it's California's a pretty trippy state. Mm-hmm. If you're not in California, the only thing you think of is <laughs> like <laughs> waves and sunshine and. <laughs> Which is that's only Southern California. Like you don't surf around right here. It's fucking is. cold as yeah, shit. It's way too cold to get in the ocean. The ocean, yeah, the ocean is terrible. It's fucking freezing cold. <laughs> Rocky as shit. The weather's good, but you get to Southern California and it's it's literally like movie quality good. It's seventy degrees every fucking day. I haven't been there yet. It's exactly I'm what everybody says it's supposed to, to be. Sure. Yeah, I went to San Diego for the first time like a few years ago. It's like oh really? Everyone, everyone's a supermodel. The weather's amazing every day, no exceptions. There's like six trillion craft breweries. We went to a sushi place, and there was like five in-town breweries on tap. Like the pizza joint had like 40 taps. 20 of them are from in-town. Like <laughs> There's a little town right what here. What the fuck is going on here? Do you think like, oh, we got craft breweries everywhere. There's one in Fairfield. There's one in Vallejo. There's one in Napa. There's one in Concord. Like a then, 20 mile distant, but yeah, you wow. get to San Diego and they're like, no, no, no they're like Starbucks here, dude. They're <laughs> everywhere. Like each there's, there's gotta be a hundred fucking crap breweries in San Diego alone. That place That's is pretty dope, dope dude. The beach Sounds is dope. dope. Yeah. The weather's great. Every, everything I've heard about it is the minute I visit there, I'm going to be like making plans to move there. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I like, I don't have any argument against one water. Sunshine. That's Awesome. Beer everywhere. Beer everywhere. It's a pretty great place. Unless you wanted like some land or something, and then yeah, I would like some land. Good luck with that. But yeah, definitely not get it there. But I think that's a hard thing in California in general right now. Well, always. You might, if yeah. you want to buy land, you might as well go somewhere else. For... Yeah, one hundred percent. There's like some, you know, relatively like if you go up north and towards the Redding area, there's like some land that is more affordable. Mm. I still wouldn't call it affordable. Yeah, dude, you could. A lot of the people here could sell like a two-bedroom house and go to South Carolina and buy a plantation. Like, <laughs> dude, a, sh- a shit house in Benicia. <laughs> a shit house, half a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. I looked at that, dude. Like a tiny two-bedroom, in not a good spot in Benicia. Mm-hmm. It's def- like half a million dollars. Yeah, like it's a nuts. regular house is seven hundred fifty thousand. You're like, for <laughs> what? <laughs> This town is so fucking dope. It's a gorgeous town. It's not as I dope as like it is expensive, town. but I I do yeah. like this town a lot. It's it's a really nice town. It's funny because it was a shithole like not that long ago. Like my mom was born here mm. and grew up here, and it was not a nice town when she was growing up. And there was like a hundred and something kids in the high school. There was like I don't even know if there was stoplights. Wow. Like, that kind of shit. She bought her house for nothing when she was a single mom downtown. Yeah. And it's worth a, a fucking 50 times what she paid for it when she was a kid. Yeah. I've, like, I can't afford to live here since I moved out of her house. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. I could, you know, like, I could get an apartment in town, but, like, I don't yeah. want fucking 30-something. I don't want to live in a fucking apartment. I don't want to share yeah. walls with people. Mm-mm. It's too much. It's a, it's a wild place. I have a yard. Yards are awesome. Absolutely. A fence. <laughs> Vance, that's, that's, I just want a little bit of land, you know, like you know. a couple hundred square feet. I'm not asking for much. 
<laughs> yeah, we got our place in Fairfield, and like I, I like living there. The backyard's pretty dope. It's pretty big. It's like a bunch of trees, and I'm, like, it's a lot of fucking yard work because the lady lived there before. I lived there for like 20 years. She didn't do... I don't think she ever went in the backyard. <laughs> so I went back there, and it's like all the trees are grown down to like three feet. It's like you can't walk within 10 feet of any of the trees. So I had to go down there and fucking hack all that shit up. And then I hack it higher because I'm tall. I'm like, these oh, yeah. trees got to be 6'5 minimum. <laughs> if I can't walk under these trees, fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, right? So you, you chop those things down, you got a lot more land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dude, it was like half the yard you couldn't even walk into. Some sort of weird succulent thing that was like invading a quarter of the yard. I started pulling it up by hand. Like the roots are like four feet long and they just come out with like no effort. I'm like, what is this weird fucking plant? I don't mm. think she ever went back there. Yeah, but it's cool to like not. have a little backyard. Like you know, we got a little fire pit back there, a couple chairs, just kick it, have some beers and shit. Oh yeah, hung up some string lights. Like, if I was making money, it'd be a little cooler. But if I was making money, we'd have curtains in the house and still working on that. <laughs> Dude, like the day we moved in, it was like, all right, we're it was like right during Corona. Was when tired moved. of living where we're at. There's too many power outages, too many fires. So we moved, and it was like the fucking week we moved in. They're like, surprise, cockfag. No inside or outside dining. I'm like, my income. and then you know like we move into the house and we weren't like living in a fucking parking lot before we had a place Mm -hmm. but you know it's got to get fucking curtains and got to get a table and then all that shit it's like we're 200 bucks here 300 bucks there 400 bucks there it's like fucking goddamn it's expensive yeah just little by little it all even like the little like 30 dollar charges like constantly 30 dollars this 30 dollars that 30 dollars here 30 dollars try and get like decent curtains because they're old 50s windows so like single pane absolutely not insulated there's like a breeze coming through those windows so you got to get like nice uh we get i get the murder curtains because i'm a fucking vampire i usually wake up at like one anyways yeah (laughs) and then those also like block some sound and then also keep a lot of heat insulation Mm -hmm. in the house because the windows are fucking useless things are like 30 bucks a piece like i need fucking 12 of these like jesus christ a lot of money dude that's nuts so it's like you know Every you don't couple even think weeks. Think about that. For fucking curtains, you can go and spend like five hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. There's a lot of windows in that fucking house. What? <laughs> We've got one bedroom of the house. We just keep the door closed forever, because it's like it has a sliding glass door, and it's like at least ten degrees colder in that room at all times. Like just close the door, and just one day we'll get to it. One day. It's just like shit sitting on the ground in boxes. Like nah, fuck that room. It's moving, dude. Moving. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> yeah, one day. Pull this in closer. You got to keep the mic in front of you. Oh, crap. Bro, forgot. We're doing, Jeez. A, doing a podcast, yeah, boy. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, it's the backyard's cool, and, and it's nice to, like, live in a city again and all that shit. But, like. Yeah, Fairfield, you're not far from me. Yeah, we went to your spot. It's a cool spot. Mm-hmm. It's, like, tucked in the back corner of the industrial unit. But, like, from our house, we just, we go down one street, and then we get on... 12 i think 12 and then yeah. you just go down 12 and then you just right and then left yeah that's it you take the <laughs> yeah, exit left and or right and left there and it right. is <laughs> i put on the fucking google maps and it was like we're on 12 and it was like turn left right now you missed it and i was like what the fuck there's not a sign or nothing and wanted me to take some crappy side road it's like dude i'm doing 60 miles an hour i'm not gonna stop right now what are you fucking high <laughs> and then you go another half a mile and there's like an actual exit they wanted me to just, like, turn left through oncoming traffic. Like, that's a terrible idea. Fuck yeah, you. For sure. Google Maps or whatever. 
But it, you know, it's like tucked away in a little industrial zone, and I like the little area right there. I want to go fishing. And, uh, dude, you got I that still pole? got your uh, fishing pole. I could use it, dude. <laughs> I haven't even taken it off of the cardboard thing yet, and I feel disrespectful Bro. for saying that. You Bro. know, it was like two years ago. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna use it soon though. Now I got two fishing poles. I needed a backup. Oh, now to you're go bragging. Me. Now you're bragging. You, know? <laughs> you gotta get a you gotta get a second license for that, dude. <laughs> Unlawful. I can't go out there with just the Hello Kitty, you know, or whatever. <laughs> my Little Pony. That's what it is. Is that what it is? I think it's My Little Pony. MLP, dude. I just remember it was like it was clearly a little girl's fishing rod, like three feet long and and pink and purple. I'm like, this boy needs that. That's it. Yep. He talks about fishing sometimes. We'll give him that. I don't, like, I don't know what to fucking get this guy. He already got weed. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm like, what else am I get this dude? I get him a fucking... Dude, you know, I, I still haven't gotten my uh, fishing license. I just got my California ID, though. Oh, okay. Uh, it took me a year and a half of living here to finally get my California ID with Corona and all that bullshit. Sure. But, How do you, um, do you like, go in or do you just do it online? How does that work? Oh, they do it like normal, but they have like a little... They've got like a little station outside oh, of course you do everything outside and then when it's your turn they call you inside sure yeah <laughs> i'm a california resident there you have it took long All enough right. you made it yeah i made it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just so today jennifer calls me and she goes hey some guy came in she still works at the the ranch by the lake mm-hmm. she goes some guy came in and just gave me a uh, king salmon that he caught in the lake that's awesome i was like he's lying salmon don't live in lakes she's like well he just brought it in and she just like she doesn't know much she's like it still has the eyeballs and stuff it's like a this is a fresh fish like the head is attached and it has eyeballs and everything it's kind of fresh right and she kept (laughs) saying that she's like it still has eyeballs on it dude it's not like filet it's like she brought it gave us like here you can have this fucking salmon and she's like why would he lie about that i was like i don't know but salmon are not lake fish (laughs) yeah i don't think that that's real and she's like well i'm looking at a fucking salmon with its eyeballs and he said he caught it in the lake and i don't know why he would lie about that what was it it was a fucking i will i come in here what i saw a fucking curtis <laughs> rephrase i saw a curtis uh old bait <laughs> yeah. curtis, and i asked him like dude some fucking guy was blowing smoke up my dick and and apparently said he caught a salmon in lake barriessa and he goes yeah it's probably king salmon like what are you talking about they can live in a lake, and he goes, "Yeah, the king salmon can live in fresh water only, and they they're natural up there." They, and he went balls deep. He's like, "Yeah, you got to get them below about twenty five, thirty five feet deep, and then below that, then you get the clopastomus or something." Dude, I'd like, love to go fishing with Curtis, and I always throw it in his ear every time. I he's like, a wizard, dude. He's <laughs> every a wizard. time I'm like around him, I kind of throw it out there, like, "Hey, I like fishing." <laughs> but, but I uh, guess you can get salmon in, in the lake. You got to have a boat. You got to cool. get to the deep spot deeper. You got 25, 35 feet, I guess, is yeah. the range. Huh. But there is king salmon out there. And then, you know, he's Curtis. He's like a fishologist. He's like, yeah, but because they don't eat the fucking, uh, not phytoplankton, uh, krill. He goes, they don't eat the krill, so they're not pink. They're just white. It's white, white salmon meat. And there was like disgust in his voice. He's like, it's a white salmon. White salmon. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever consume that. It doesn't actually eat the krill. It's not. It's I would not be swimming super freaked out if I was eating salmon and it was white meat, though. I'm like, this isn't salmon. Well, the <laughs> fucked up thing is because I already know a little bit about this. Like, unless it's wild salmon, they're not pink. So if you buy farm raised salmon and it's pink, they literally die it. Because they have to, like, I guess it's krill is what they eat that dyes their meat pink. 
Okay. Uh, and he goes, if it's white meat, then they eat anchovies. And then he goes, you can smell it on their breath. Like he just, <laughs> he hates these things, dude. <laughs> like I don't smell a lot of fish mouth when I catch them, but <laughs> you can smell it on their breath. <laughs> but I, I guess dirty that's a, little white meat piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking anchovy breath, motherfucker. They eat anchovies. You can smell it on their breath. <laughs> Krill is so much fancier. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's what dyes their meat big. But yeah, so the, the farm race stuff and then the freshwater lake. King king salmon, and I think there was one other salmon he said that can actually live in lakes. Wow. But I like my oh. limited knowledge is like they swim upstream, they go back to their spawn point. If you put in a dam, they just all fucking die and that whole lineage goes away. Yeah. Apparently, there's a couple of fucking lazy f- salmon out there. <laughs> yeah, I like, just, I like chilling here. Hey, lake's no not so bad. <laughs> I like the lake. This is my spawn point. <laughs> I'm a, a white salmon. But I was like, he's got to be a fucking liar. Turns out I just am dumb and don't know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> Short story super long. Apparently, we can get salmon up in uh, Berryessa land. Right? Uh, man, fucking brain's working right now. Do you remember Alberto? Yes. So Alberto's guy that lives in the marina used to come in the bar. Yeah. He's got a dinghy. It's like an eight-foot dinghy. I feel like I heard about it. <laughs> I know he's trying to sell it, but he might let us borrow it. And if it's eight feet, I could definitely fit it in my truck. And well, then we, we could, could definitely go fishing somewhere. Dang, well, Barry, I was thinking Barry Essa. Barry Essa, yeah. My dad's got a real boat, but I don't know how to fish in the strait. Yeah. And you have to, like, be in the strait. I would want to get a kayak, too. That'd be dope. I'm not fishing a kayak. Motherfuckers will pull totally you in. Totally fishing a kayak. Dude, I don't know how to fish. Them fucking guys pulling the pole, <laughs> and then the kayak goes sideways. So. That'd be a big-ass fish if it gets you out of that kayak. I don't know. I don't want to brag, but I caught, like, two <laughs> 13-inch a big bass. <laughs> you know, the ones that are barely keepers. Hell yeah. The motherfuckers put on a little struggle there. <laughs> it's like a one-pounder. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fishing game rolled up on me, and they're like, how big is that? I was like, 12 and a half. He's like, what's a keeper? I said, 12. So what are you going to do with it? And I fucking cut his head off. I was like, this is breakfast, dude. It took me four days and nights to catch this motherfucker. He was like, all right, I'm proud of you. Good job, dude. I might as well be eating goldfish, dude. Back. I just split it in half and I threw it on the fucking grill. I didn't have salt or pepper or anything. How was it? Not that great because I didn't have any seasoning. <laughs> but I definitely ate it because that was my goal. But uh, You better. I've done Killed little, it. little fucking thing. So literally the smallest possible fish I could have kept. And I was like, I'm way bigger than you. You put up a little bit of a fight. It's still know. fun. It is fun. It's still definitely fun. But a little bit of a fight. I remember going out there and like, I don't know what I'm doing. I bought a pole, got a license, and got some fucking night crawlers or some shit. And then was trying to get these fucks. And I'm like, literally it was Monday morning, early, like sun up, Monday night. Monday morning, or Tuesday morning. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. And I don't know what I'm doing. I just know it's early, early morning, and then sunrise, sunset. That's when they're up and at them. And I'm out there, and I'm watching these motherfuckers jump and eat bugs. It's like the water's boiling. These fucking fish are everywhere. And I fucking throw my little thing in there, and I troll through. They don't give a fuck. I try and let it hang out. That's so frustrating. They don't give a fuck. I'm like 40, 50 casts. I'm sunburned. It's 7 in the morning. I'm like, I'm done. So then I'm fucking out there, and I'm literally watching... Falcons or eagles or some shit. Like I'm sitting there, and this bloop grabs a fucking fish, dude. What am I fucking invisible? Nobody wants to eat my fucking night crawlers. I paid top dollar for these crappy worms. You just came out of the sky and swooped a fish right in front of me. They, they got the they got the they can see them. 
<laughs> dude, I have thumbs. <laughs> Fuck an eagle. I got thumbs. You better dude. go swimming. Yeah. I could play Call of Duty. I could drive a car. What's that eagle do? Fly? Oh, fucking so cool. He's got vision. He's got razors From on his there. feet. <laughs> Bullshit, dude. I was all salty balls of that fucking insert raptor here. And anyways, I finally got a tiny one. And then I got it. And I was like, look, I got one. And fucking measured it out. And then I walked from the shore to our campsite. And there's this, he looked like a SWAT officer. It's just like shotgun and pistols and fucking tactical vest and an SUV in the back. And he's like, fucking what do you DNR, man? What do you got? They're fishing game here. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what do you got? I'm like, that's a striped bass. And he quizzed me. He's like, well, what's a keeper? I'm like 12. Well, how's that? 12 and a half. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, dude, I worked. You have no idea how hard I worked for this fucking thing. I got 15 hours into into a snack-sized fish. I'm like, I'm fucking eating the shit out of this thing, dude. I hope you don't take me to jail. Jeez, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> uh, if it hadn't been for the $300 worth of food I brought, I'd have starved to death trying to get this fucking fish. Which, by the way... All these damn snack packs? Yeah. $80 for the pole, $60 for the license, for what? Three bites of fucking meat? Like, this shit's $100 an ounce. I got called by DNR peeing in the woods one time. I didn't even know that was a crime. I'm going to fill you up, but keep going. I didn't think it was either. I was, uh... So I was at the river with a couple of buddies, Department of Natural Resources, and (laughs) stuff. In South Carolina, they, apparently they were like hiding in the woods. We were all there was this one river we would all like underage go take floats, start at the top, float to the bottom, and then start over. But uh, I got off mid float, walked over to the woods, went to pee, got back on my float, floated, walked back up. Next thing I know, there's this dude walking up. He's got like this. Green t-shirt. It's got a hole in the armpit that's like a big one. He's got a book bag on. And he's walking towards me. And then at the time, I had somebody that was 21 with me. But I was like 20. Like one of those. And he was like, yo. For some reason, I said, I was like, I bet that's DNR. And he was like, yo, if that's DNR, I'm going to just say all these beers are mine. And I was like, all right, cool. That's cool. Then dude walked up. And he said, hey. DNR. <laughs> and dude was like, hey, I'm a cop. Those are mine. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. So, so dude, and I, DNR was like, hey, I saw you, uh, I saw you, uh, peeing over there. I was nice like, dick, bro. I was like, yeah. He was like, there's, there's a lot of people out here. You're not supposed to do that. I was like, oh, but okay. I was in the woods. He was like, see, nobody saw me. I was in the woods. He was like, I saw you. And I was like, creeping but you were in the woods like, <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> but you were in the woods i wasn't expecting anybody else to be in the fucking woods bro <laughs> oh god so yeah i got a ticket for being underage really? drinking but really oh. he caught me pissing in the woods man <laughs> i got in trouble for pissing in the woods what a shit friend ended by the up way. being yeah, oh no, those, right? beers, those are not mine it was like, like yeah, i had a couple of those but no those the alcohol that I can legally possess, that's definitely not mine. 
I'm like, also, that hatchet's not mine, and the firewood's not mine, and that car's not mine. Like, yeah, why do you fucking deny like, that for? <laughs> what a bitch, dude. <laughs> we obviously do not associate <laughs> with these people anymore. I fucking hope so. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But yeah, that was the funniest part. He was like, yeah, I'll claim all that, man. And I was like, wait, I think it actually is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm DNR. Oh, <sighs> yeah. That's fucked up. I saw you pissing in those woods. He wow. just got his binocs and he's wow, just like over? laser beamed onto your sausage. Like, <laughs> well, I saw you. <laughs> weird. That is weird. <laughs> That's very weird. Yeah, you were in the woods with no one else except for me and your binoculars on <laughs> my junk. What are you fucking doing out here? He was like, there's people across the river right here. I was like, yeah. Yeah, past 100,000 trees. They're across the river, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them, but they can't see me. What the fuck? <laughs> that is crazy. What a butthead. Yeah. I think I took like AEP. I took that class a good bit though. What's AEP? Alcohol. Your South Carolina talk doesn't make any sense Alcohol. to me. Alcohol. Um, education program. Okay. Yeah. You have to take that if you get caught with alcohol underage. Oh, okay. In South Carolina. Sure. I took it five times. <laughs> Dang, she's probably pretty good at so it by the end. Take, yeah, dude. It's all common sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's every six months they're like, ah, oh, Blake, you're back. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, have a cold one, buddy. We'll know. We'll, we'll see you again. What are you? Twenty? You're almost there, dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. My uh, little brother got caught once. He was like in a car, and this is before it, weed was recreational legal. But he was in a car, and apparently one of the dudes in the car was on probation. And he was like giving dudes the story as he was giving dudes a ride. Uh, but they get pulled over because he's driving some fucking crappy Volvo with no lights or whatever. Not not yeah. registered. Some dumb, dumb thing. Didn't use a turn signal or some shit. One of those silly reasons. And they pull him over and they're like, oh, that guy's on probation. We're going to search the car. And they found a bunch of weed. And the guy's uh. weed that it was had a card. And he's like, it's not mine. And the cop was like, here's the deal. If nobody fesses up to it, then the driver gets stuck with the weed. And they were all like, it's not ours. And Pat was like, it's not mine. He's like, you're driving the vehicle. You get stuck with the ticket. So No way. <laughs> this dude's the... got a card. It's like, like it's this is 100% legal for you, <laughs> asshole. You might get out of jail frequently. Yeah, one guy was on probation. One guy had a card. And then there was old Pat was the wheel man. It's like. Well, so I mean, I that. guess y'all did have it kind of the same. Because I got pulled over. Or me and actually Dave got at one point pulled over in South Carolina and smoking and shit and they called us and Gabe was like yeah it's mine so since he claimed it they let us go that's cool they let all of us go so I mean it hasn't been like you go to jail every single time in South yeah. Carolina but, yeah that's uh, kind of how it was here and it all depends on the scenario like you've got three burnouts in a crappy Volvo with no fucking lights <laughs> on and probably didn't have a license on them and probably couldn't prove it was insured and then they pull over and it's like I know my rights pig like, <laughs> yeah I gotta pull out your cell phone yeah, I can't can't say that he's <laughs> delicate when addressing the police. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sometimes you get what's coming to you, but sometimes you just get <laughs> fucked when your friend. It's not my beer. Yeah. Why wouldn't you fess up to that? It's a real hey, dick move. Come on, man. <laughs> you would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. All right, dog. Well, you want to wrap this bitch up? It's already super cool with yeah. that. Oh cool. yeah, I what? feel successful with this. Yeah, and also, the good news is this whole run recorded. 
That is fuck yeah, definitely success from last time. What <laughs> one in a row, dude? <laughs> one in a row. So I'm glad that you broke all my equipment last time because I can get the better shit and it's just fucking way better. I'm for glad you got Topaz equipment this time. Yeah, it's pretty tight. And uh, I'm kind of sad. Is well, I mean, I'm glad you did the podcast, but I was kind of hoping to have the two of you. But I didn't know that there was three. I didn't know there's three of you. There is three of us. You guys now. are taking over. We should. We're gonna have a. Uh, we should definitely have a level of South Carolina podcast. I'm super down to have the three like of you guys. All on three there. of us. Because I want to talk to you guys about that fucking storm surfing and shit too. That was like one of the other things Dude, I to touch the on. Storm surfing. Yeah. You guys are fucking psychopaths for that. I think it's dope as shit. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think they did very much of the storm surfing. But dorks we'll all talk about this. <laughs> you guys know about it. <laughs> this fucking sounds so hardcore. There's only one way you can get good waves in South Carolina, and that's wait for a hurricane. Fucking bananas. <laughs> I'd leave the state. No, yeah, you North Carolina <laughs> or California. Yeah, you well, just leave. You gotta go to Hawaii. There's plenty of states. I, you just leave. That's what we did. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to surf. I meant like if a hurricane came through. Oh, I just fucking bye. Hurricanes, they're fun, dude. It's a big ass party. <laughs> Hurricanes are fun. Yeah, dude. That's like, ah, AIDS is fun. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, so, like, a hurricane's coming. Pretty much everybody that lives in South Carolina, near the coast, has been through one before. It's going to flood. It's going to shut down the town for, like, four days. But most of the time, in my experience, you're going to be hanging out with everybody that you're close with. You're just going to go to the liquor store before. You know you're probably going to lose power. There you go. And you're just going to deal with it for about a week. And <laughs> make a sure week? you're prepared. Damn. Yeah. Yep. And there's, I've had like a week where it, there was like no power. Right. Flooded. But, man, we, we had a good time. How often do the hurricanes come? Is it like every year? At least once a year. Once a year. I mean, it's never, you don't get like a week of shut off power every year. Right. But it does happen. I think the, you're guaranteed at least for two days a year. But sure. So a lot of people have generators sure. out there? Or yeah. People just kind of deal with it. For sure. A lot of generators right. and deal with it as well. You can I get by like a couple days. I feel like here it's kind of the same, though, because I was in it's – the, it's the opposite. In California, during the winter, you get these crazy-ass, strange, cold, rain, windy storms. Right. In South Carolina, during the summer, you get these – rainy windy storms like the past four days in rio vista it's ripped our fence to pieces yeah like (laughs) i've walked outside two days this week to our fence like a new panel of our fence just ripped (laughs) off like (laughs) the neighbor's shit is in our yard like the whole patio set (laughs) it's like what (laughs) that's that's and we lost power for Shit, it was like two days. Yeah, I was like, "Dude, this y'all are like, what's a hurricane like?" This, <laughs> it's like the yeah, last exactly week. like this. Last Except week, we got a little bit more flooding. I don't know. It's kind of okay. the same. <laughs> the uh, Rio Vista is like fucked up, windy all the time. It's like a five hundred million windmills out there. Yeah, it's the, the wind wind city. It's crazy to find to think that people make money off of those too. I want a, the windmills? Yeah. I want a windmill. All the time. That's awesome. You can get a little wind generator. I get like house. an acre. Put a wind, windmill on it. One of those is way more than what a house needs. <laughs> yeah, you make more. money off of them, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's a way, but. Yeah, I thought. Uh, actually, I was talking to Lindsay 
whenever uh, on Sunday one time she was saying her that people make her grandma and uh, gave her all their grandchildren one and they make money off of it every year or something. Sure. I don't know. I don't what know if that's like a thing for people. Like, like, is that like an investment? I can put a windmill up and make money off of that through. I think the way it works is you rent out the land for them to use for windmills. Mm. So if you had a bunch of acres, you can do it for solar too. I looked into it. It's like if you have X amount Same of acres, okay. but it's something like a hundred dollars an acre for a solar farm or something like that. It's not, it's not a lot of money. Oh, it doesn't work. And uh, yeah. one of the windmills, I don't know if you have a large amount of acreage, then sure it can wind up adding up to something. But yeah. like, especially if you're renting the land to a dude who's going to put a windmill there to generate power, like you're only going to get peanuts. Yeah. But if you have 150 of those windmills, then it might add up. And you own the land. And yeah. You got money. But you know, right the there. guy making money is the guy that owns the windmills producing fucking gigawatts of power all the time. It's like, ah, sure. We got acreage. Fuck it. True. If you yeah. had a couple thousand acres, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Very true. But the guy that put it there is making the. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to give you 0.01%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how about I give you $150 a year, kiddo? <laughs> Thank you for this little bit of land. Like, <laughs> that's a That's a six-pack right there. Uh, I don't fucking know any of the numbers, but I know the, the solar numbers are pretty low for renting out your land for another company to come through and make it a solar farm. But, I mean, if you got one that was one-tenth the size of one of those, you could generate enough electricity for your house, no issue. Mm-hmm. And then you get a couple of batteries, like some... Tesla Powerwall or fucking something else. Those solar things, though. I'd love to. I'd have to buy a house for that, though. True that. I just started with a solar company, technically, so you buy a house. Yeah, no, I'll, put, I'll put solar on it for free. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think it'll be in Cali. <laughs> that's okay. We do 20 states. That's dope. There that's you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a roof and you want some free solar panels? Hit me up. Got you. 15 hours a week of bartending ain't cutting it. Yeah. But all right, let's uh, wrap this bitch up, man. Oh yeah, any, brother! Uh, fucking words next of- time it's gonna be a uh, big ass South Carolina dude. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. South Carolina, Carolina takeover. But I had fun. Sweet. <laughs> Me too. Cheers, man. bro. It's always good. Well, yeah, I'll get you from across. Dank. All right, man. All right. So I just want to thank Blake for uh, breaking all my original equipment and forcing my hand to buy new stuff. And uh, everybody that listens, thanks. I definitely appreciate it. Get uh, the occasional love here and there, which is awesome. But, you know, I just do this because it's fun. But it's it's nice to know that, you know, people listen and enjoy it. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by parking in front of your neighbor's driveway. It's the classic dick move. And uh, don't do that. Don't be the piece of shit that drives the Jaguar with the Decepticons emblem with no front or back license plate that does that potentially in front of my house all of the time because that's a dick move. So they can suck it. See you next week.